four, five, seven. <laughs> <laughs> we are live. Well, maybe we're not. Are we? I think we're still. Uh, I think that, yeah, we're live. We're live. <laughs> As I'm paying no attention and going to my phone. Because, you know, that's how, that's what a, what a wonderful host yeah. I am. Well, we've had one of those days. It's been kind of a, kind of a crazy, hectic day. This will be my fourth um, live video of sorts today. So I've been in two Zoom meetings, a WebEx meeting, and now a Facebook Live. So, yeah. What's, what's left? <laughs> um, StreamYard. Haven't used StreamYard yet today, so maybe I'll find yeah. a reason to use that. And that's what we would have been doing this for, because the plan had been I was going to be in my pajamas. <laughs> but then I have to go to the station when we're done and record tomorrow's radio show. So I thought, ah, I may as well just get dressed. And I am dressed from the waist down. She is. Yes. I assure you, she is wearing pink. Yeah. I had a had a uh, one of those moments with my husband earlier this week he came home on Tuesday and he says are you going out tomorrow are you going to the station for the staff meeting I said well the staff meetings are on zoom so I don't have to go in but I don't know why and he said well because the lipstick and a different scarf every day really isn't cutting it anymore you should probably consider a shower and pants <laughs> right love yeah. you sweetheart mm -hmm. but yeah so I got up yesterday I got dressed I left yeah. the I left the house and so two days in a row I'm yeah. I'm yeah. Well, you know, I tell everybody that the reason that I am still coming to the office with the door locked, of course, is that, you know, the dog and the cat bother me. Now, that's true. That's not a lie. <laughs> but I do not want to get into the habit of staying home in my pajamas because if I get into that habit, then breaking that habit is going to be really, really hard. So, yeah, it was tough yeah. for me to transition from slippers to socks and shoes yesterday. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm really afraid that's going to happen to me, so I'm trying to avoid that, you know, and if I'm at home, you know, I feel like I have to do laundry, I have yes. to do dishes, and you know, all of those things, and who wants to do that? Yeah, nobody. Right? Yeah, so now. So we're talking email today. We are. We're talking email marketing, which is good, because I have an email that I need to send out. <laughs> I sent so, one out this morning for the so, yeah. so, but, you know, that's more important than ever, especially in these times. Messaging is important and keeping in contact with your customers, even if your store's not open or your service is your service business isn't open right now, being able to touch base with them, not just on social media, but email is important. Yep. Well, and the thing that I think a lot of people lose sight of, I mean, we all live our lives and we all know individually how often, how much time we're spending sure. in our inboxes and how much time we're spending checking email. but Sometimes that doesn't translate as a business owner to their customers. Right. They know how much time they're spending checking their email and sorting through things, but they don't think about their customers doing the same thing and what a valuable tool that right. that can be. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, I get a lot of email, um, you know, during the day. I think, I think we all do. Uh, and so I think one of the things that's important is, of course, subject line, I think is really important, uh, you know, and then having something that's a little bit eye catching because, you know, I scroll through all of my emails, but I do also delete a lot of those emails mm -hmm. without ever, um, without ever paying attention to them. So if that subject line isn't something that's pulling me in, I'm not opening it. Yes. Use emojis. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Emoji. Yes. Isn't it funny yeah. how we how we gravitate towards those? Uh, yeah. But we do. So a couple of things just off the top. Fifty-three percent of emails are open on mobile devices. Yeah. 
Yes. Keep that in mind when you are sending something and make sure that your images are going to resize right. to the size of a phone screen. Mm -hmm. Make sure that whatever you're putting in there isn't so big that they're going to have to scroll side to side or it's not going to fit. Everybody's checking email now on yeah. their mobile devices. Oh, yeah. Email is 40 times more effective at acquiring new customers than Facebook or Twitter. Really? You control email. Somebody comes into your retail store, somebody comes into your restaurant, somebody comes into your business and they sign up to be on your email list. They have already said, I want to hear from you first. True. Second, you're not competing in an inbox. You're competing, but not to the degree that you are competing on Facebook, on Instagram, right. on Twitter. Right. There just isn't the numbers there. They see your name, they recognize you because ideally they're already doing business with you or they've already heard about you. Mm -hmm. So it is much more effective to get somebody and you've got their undivided attention. Yeah. If they, if I am, say I am a fan of the chamber on Facebook, I'm not going to see every post you make, no yeah. matter what kind of fan that I am. But if I've signed up to get the chamber's emails, mm -hmm. I'm going to get every one of those yeah. emails. Then it's up to me to open it, which then goes back to what the subject line look like, right? What kind of a hot mess is my inbox? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and it's great because it will, when it comes to purchases made as a result of receiving a marketing message, email has the highest conversion rate at sixty-six percent compared to social media or direct mail because it's all in its own little box. Yeah. So you send an email that says we've got this special deal. Mm -hmm. Click here. And it takes them right to your website, right to where they add to cart. In some cases, they can add to cart from the email and it takes them right into PayPal or whatever payment option that you're using. Mm -hmm. They're one, they're done, they're out, and then they love you because they didn't have to figure it out on their own. And now they're an even bigger customer and they're going to open mm -hmm. even more of your emails that come through in the future. Especially if there's a really nice deal attached to it, it makes them really happy. Yes. Mm -hmm. I have a whole separate email address for that stuff. Okay. I have a Gmail set up specifically for mm -hmm. my stuff. Right. So all of my target emails, yeah. all of my, any of that kind of thing. That's what I use it for because when I go to check that email, I'm like, I'm going to spend me some money today. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But for every dollar spent in email marketing, it generates $38. Well, that's a nice yeah. return. Yeah. And I mean, for the most part, email marketing is free. I mean, it yeah. doesn't cost you anything to have a Facebook page or an Instagram account mm -hmm. or Twitter or any of that other stuff. But it does cost you because it's a lot of time. So so let's circle back for a second because we're talking about you know having a having an email list of people yes. to to send this to. So there's a little bit of work involved there. Yes. So you should be collecting email addresses when people are in your store. You should have a sign up for our emails on your website, mm -hmm. those sorts of things. Yes. And the key for all of those is the first thing you have to do. So the, the one thing that I get asked more than anything when I start talking about email marketing is, well, how does that work exactly? Because I hear you talk about open rates and click rates. Microsoft Outlook doesn't show me any of that. Don't right. use Outlook. <laughs> if you right. want your website or your domain name or your email to get blacklisted and then nobody's getting your email, even the people that need to, then use Outlook. 
Right. That is spam. That is mass email. You've mm -hmm. got to use an email service provider. Mm -hmm. And they range in pricing from free to way too expensive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Some of them depend. So the one that I use the most and that I recommend most for clients is MailChimp. Right. Only because it's a great starter email service. It is. The first 2,000 emails doesn't cost you a dime to be able to put those in there. You can do a link to your Facebook page where they can click that little button on the cover photo that says sign up, takes you to a MailChimp page where they fill out the form, bam, they're on your email list. You have to do nothing. Mm -hmm. You can do the same thing in stores. You can have lists of a client that has a sheet of paper that we have at his register. Mm -hmm. And they write in their first name, uh, their email address, and then we like to collect their zip code. Sure. And then it, when that page is full, he literally takes a picture of it, texts it to me, and then I put those into MailChimp. Doesn't cost us anything for the first 2,000 emails. I know the Chamber uses Constant Contact. It's another great email service, but you have to pay for that right. for the most part. Well, and we utilize both. We, you, we use MailChimp. Uh, you know, and I, I like MailChimp because of the ease of their templates. It's very user-friendly. Yeah. It's very easy to put together an email. And then I like constant contact for the survey aspect because you can survey, um, you can send out surveys from constant contact and they're very user-friendly and easy to use. So, you know, so there's benefits of both for sure. And all of them will give you the option to add something to your Facebook pages so that people sure. can click to sign up. Mm -hmm. All of them will give you an option to put something on your own website so that people can sign up there. You can always go the, the old school route and use a pen and paper and have them sign up in the store. Yeah. Um, but once you've decided you're gonna implement an email program and you're gonna start collecting email addresses, that should be on everything. You should be making posts on your Facebook, sending out tweets, putting something in your Instagram. Your email signature that you send regular emails from should have something at the bottom that says, Want to know about deals, giveaways, and specials? Stay in the know. Sign up for our email here and a link at the bottom of those emails right to for people to do it. Up. If you're a chamber member and you start an email campaign, send something to Nikki to put an e-connection. Oh, yeah. That says, hey, want to be on our email list? Click here that takes you to the page that mm -hmm. those service providers give you for people to be able to enter that information right. in. And that falls into that category. You know, what I'm always telling our members is, send us something to put in the newsletter or to, into the weekly email. And it doesn't always have to be, hey, we have this sale going on. Hey, we have this special going on. That's a prime example of, hey, sign up for our mailing list so that you get all of our information. Yeah, and it's it's easy. Uh, MailChimp I love because a lot of the clients that I deal with on a regular basis are inundated with running their business. Mm -hmm. So they don't always have a lot of technological skills. Yeah, right. So MailChimp, drag and drop, upload a photo, oh, yeah. drag it's and drop, so type it. You, it. Over on the side, it tells you, do you want to do a, a block that has a picture and text? Do you want to do a block that just has picture? Do you want to do a mm -hmm. block that just has text? Do you want the picture on yeah. the side? It is so easy to use mm -hmm. that it, it, it's crazy not to at least give it a shot. Oh, yeah. Okay. And even if you only have 25 emails, still send it out mm -hmm. because all of them also give the option within the email itself for you to, if, if I'm on your email list mm -hmm. and I get an email that has a deal, I can forward that email to a friend right. who can then use that email to sign up. Mm -hmm. So don't think, well, I got to wait till I get to a hundred or I got to wait till I get to a thousand. Yeah, no, no. Mm -hmm. start it today, use it today and you'll grow it as time goes on. 
Well, you know, when you mentioned a little bit ago the analytics piece of it, you know, you can when you're using one of those services, you can go in, you can see what percentage of the folks have opened it, who has clicked on what, mm -hmm. you know, what links were popular, what links weren't. So you can, you know, you start with that 25 yeah. people and you can kind of get a feel for what's working in your emails and you can begin to change the way you do things and increase that click rate while you're increasing the email list. Yeah, and it's one of those things where as somebody who's in marketing, it is the coolest thing ever because, you know, I manage the email list for the radio station and we send out a monthly River Rapids right. that has just random information in it. And I send the email, it goes out, and for the next 20 minutes, I am refresh, refresh. I want to see right. in the first 20 minutes how many people open it and then I'll go back and check it way too much <laughs> over the course of the next week or two. And then I'll forget about it because I get caught up in all the other stuff that I've got going on. And then I'll go back two weeks later and it will tell me how many people opened it. It'll tell me what links they clicked on, how many of them clicked on what, but it'll also tell me how many times a particular person opened the email, which is really good information that to have from a marketing perspective, because if somebody is going back, to a particular email, say it was an email where you sent out a really great deal. It was a buy one, get one, or it was something that was an awesome deal. And you know that one person has opened that email 15 times, but they haven't made a purchase. Mm -hmm. Send them another email. <laughs> right. But a lot of the other services, and I can't remember now if Constant Contact does this or not, MailChimp allows you. So we send out that email and three days go by. It will ask me, do you want to resend this email to the people who didn't open it the who first time? Happened. Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, please. Can you do that like right now? It's yeah, yeah, it's it's great to be able to track on the flip side of that as somebody who gets those emails. Well, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. I don't want somebody yeah. to know that I've opened up their email and looked at it 15 times. So don't tell people that you know that. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Kind of keep that to yourself. <laughs> and you know, we always, um, when we send out a new email to our email list, we always, of course, put that on our Facebook page mm -hmm. and just say, you know, check out our latest news, that sort of stuff. And of course, in that email, there's a, you know, there's a link for people who aren't already subscribed to subscribe. But you know, then you get more readers that way as yeah. well. Yeah, and I use it in a variety of ways. So for example, one of my other clients, we do an email campaign and we don't do it all the time. So here's the other piece. You can, when you go into this, you need to have a goal. You need to decide before you do anything, after you've just determined who your email service provider is gonna be and how you're gonna start collecting the addresses, you need to decide what do I want this to do for me? Right. Do I just want this to be an avenue that I can put my face and my company name in front of people? Do I want to increase sales? Do I want to increase sales on a particular product? Do What do you want to do with it? And that's got to be what you build everything else around. Right. That will determine how often are you going to send people an email? Are you going to do it once a week? Are you going to do it once a month? Are you going to do it every quarter? Are you going to just do it when you have a need to send something? Right. And if you're going to say this is a monthly email, send one every month. So yes, so I always tell people out of the gate, do not commit yourself to a weekly email. Oh yeah. It is not sustainable in the beginning. It might be now because, you know, and a lot of times, what else are we working on other than a, you know, a weekly email? Start off with something that's at least a month. 
the one client that I have, we just send them whenever we have something going on. Mm -hmm. So we'll send them, it's a, a fruit stand. So we'll send an email a couple of weeks before they open date for the season. Mm -hmm. We'll send an email before each of our big festival events to let people know, save the date this is going on. And then if something else happens or we've got something new we're doing, we may send out an email. But the way that we work their email list is if you're on that list, you get the email before we put anything out anywhere else. So as an email subscriber, one of the benefits that they get is if we're going to do a sale or we're going to offer something or right now, if we have hamburger in stock mm -hmm. and you're on our email list, you find out about it before we put it on Facebook, before we put it anywhere else. So if you can set your email stuff up so that there's that much more of a benefit to it, then that's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Making your your customers feel important. Yeah, and then the other way to grow an email list is figure out what other businesses do you have that either you do business with or that have a similar customer base. Uh, I used to tell clients all the time that um, I'm trying to think of of one off the top of my head. Main Street. When I was involved converting the downtown business association in Front mm -hmm. Royal to the downtown Front Royal, whatever it ended right. up being. Funny how quickly that just all goes out of your brain. We used to have everybody on Main Street had their own email lists. Mm -hmm. You can't share that list. You can't say, oh, yeah, sure, here, business next to me. Here's the list of all the email subscribers. That is absolutely a no-no. But what you can do is say, hey, give me something to put, and I'll send an email to my customers mm -hmm. about your business. Right. So find out who do you have in your network and in your circle that could partner with you and send an email to their people about what you have. And maybe it's a special deal. Only clients of XYZ business mm -hmm. are going to get this special 10% off. Well, I don't get out of bed for 10% off, just so we're clear. No. Something that's big mm -hmm. and use it to build your email list that way. Yeah, I think, yeah, those are really good suggestions. I'm going through my cheat sheets here because, <laughs> you know, I always got cheat sheets. Um, subject line, short, catchy, 45, 55 characters max. You certainly don't want it to go over. And a lot of the email service programs will tell you, like when I, I did an email this morning, it wasn't a mass email for the station. We're, we're doing a, a webinar for some of the um, current and former advertisers for the station on marketing mm -hmm. in a recession. Right. And so this was very small targeted lists within our bigger list, which is the other thing that you could do. Um, mm -hmm. But it tells me when I'm typing in a subject line how many characters I have left right. before I'm over that limit. So it makes sure that I'm not typing something in, especially if people are looking at it on a mobile phone. Right. It's not going to show the whole subject, mm -hmm. and if you wait and put your important stuff at the bottom, if you bury the lead, nobody's going to really right. know what your subject line is in the first place. So make sure you try and do that, and make sure you try and put the same person. So whenever an email goes out from the radio station, for example, it comes from Janet Michael. Mm -hmm. So people get to know, oh, okay, I know right. who this person is. Mm -hmm. When I send it for Eddie at Richard's Fruit Market, it comes from Richard's Fruit Market because that's the name that people are going to recognize. Don't be changing that every single time. <laughs> Even if one time it's you sending the email and the next time it's Pam or it's somebody else in your organization, you still have to keep the consistency for who that's coming from. Yes. And that needs to either be a person in your business that is recognizable, that is a frontline person, or it just needs to be the business name itself mm -hmm. because that's the key. And emojis. 
People love emojis. They I really mean, do. it is crazy yeah. how many people love emojis. I mean, I like them, but half the ones that I use the most, you can't put in an email subject line. <laughs> so, are we? Do, are you? Do we have questions? Well, I can't that, tell. Well, so we have. I think that I was going to address that. I think we have a little glitch on our Facebook here because the side where normally there would be a post and questions and stuff is just blinking at us. Um, so I think we're having a bit of technical difficulty. So I think I'm going to step away for a minute and grab my phone uh, and just check my phone. Yeah, because I'm doing, I'm doing a watch party on my personal Facebook page right now, and it says 11 people are watching and a bunch of people have joined. Hey, Katie Tool. Hey, Karen. Hey, Greg. Greg Cromer. Hey, Greg. <laughs> I haven't seen Greg in forever. Roger Lamborn, one of my favorite people. You know, Roger was my second client ever. When I started my marketing company in 1998. Hey, Roger. So content, because that's the other big thing. So you figured out that you're going to do an email program. You figured out what service you're going to use. You've figured out how you're going to go about starting to build that list. You know how to format your actual subject line. The next thing you got to think about is what are you going to put in the emails? What kind of content are you going to send? Because much like a post on Facebook or an ad in the newspaper or a radio commercial, you don't want to fill it with fluff. You want to make sure that whatever you're sending has value and it means something to people and that they're going to have some sort of call to action. So you want to make sure that you have, I joked a second ago about the subject line and burying the lead at the end of the subject line and it gets caught off, cut off. Same thing holds true for email. The important stuff should go at the top. Yes, we hear a lot of and then having been an old uh, an old newspaper person, mm -hmm. the the thing is above the fold. When newspapers are sitting in their boxes mm -hmm. and they're folded in half, everything above the fold is the important stuff. Mm -hmm. So try and think about that when you're designing your emails for mobile and for a desktop. Mm -hmm. That if you have to get people to scroll or scroll very far, a lot of times they won't. So make sure yes. whatever's in that first visual piece is the important thing that will then get them motivated to keep scrolling. Keep going. So um, Arlene Link says hi. Hi, hey, Arlene. And then Gwen Lane is asking, is this being recorded for replay? So when once we're done, it will then exist yes. on our Facebook page, on um, uh, Jungle Media's page, and so you can find it there. And I will also share it in the Chamber of Commerce members um, page. So if you're our group, so if you're a chamber member and you're not part of our chamber group yet, make sure that you send a request to be yeah. part of that. So. And then, so you know what I've been doing? Because uh -oh. I have a sneaky way of being able to go into Facebook and go to a Facebook live video or any Facebook video and save it to my hard drive. She has a sneaky way. I do. Mm -hmm. So, and then I got a piece, of, I got a new piece of software. Because that's the other thing. Being oh, home boy. in my pajamas has allowed me to figure out all kinds of stuff. Okay. I've been able to take those Facebook Live videos, put them in this piece of software that then separates the audio from wow. the video, and I am working on putting together a Marketing Matters podcast. So you can just listen to these later and not have I mean, why wouldn't you want to you know, see us? But if you're in the car or you want to send it to somebody, audio files are a lot smaller yeah. to send than video. I'm a big fan of podcasts. We've talked about this before. I'm a huge fan of podcasts and, um, you know, the Valley Today that Janet um, hosts with the River 95.3. You can see the, or catch all those podcasts on our website. And I'm a binge listener. So when you hear that, um, 
commercial that she does about binge listeners. Um, I'm one of those. Yeah. But, you know, I'll take a Monday when I'm you know doing desk work and listen to all of them. But you know, those are always a nice thing. Podcasts are really a good way yeah. to to gather some information, gain some information. Um, while you're on the run. Maybe we should do one of our Facebook labs on podcasts. I think that would be fun. I'd love yeah. that. Yeah. So the other thing too is because I've gotten so many people that have reached out to when I do these, it's so cool because kind of like the radio show, I always assume every day and I hope Andrew's not watching. Uh -huh. I always assume every day when I go on the air that nobody's listening. It's just, you know, who, okay. nobody listens. So why would anybody listen to me? The only person that listens is my husband. And ironically enough, he only listens when I'm talking bad about him. So here's the thing. I know that people are not going to you know, I'm, I'm on the show once a month, sometimes twice a month, depends. Um, but when for a week after I've been on the show, when I go into places where people call here to the office, you know, when people are reaching out to me, it's always, hey, I worked on the radio talking about. So people are listening for sure. Well, so I just also then assume nobody's watching me. I mean, a couple of people, and you know, I'm doing the, the, the watch party on my personal page and see friends. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're just there because they're friends and it popped up in their feed. The number of people, though, that have reached out to me after we started doing the first one with, oh, my God, I need help. Hey, can you walk me through this? Or I need an idea for that or any of these other things has been crazy. So. Well, and we know that all you know, all of my other you know, chamber friends uh, around the region have been watching. You know, <laughs> yeah. now we know sooner we're we're done with the very first one we did, and I was getting text mail. I want to do one of those. Yeah, so, so yeah, yeah, hey, good stuff. It only took me how many years <laughs> to get to this point, but yeah. So that's that that's kind of the key. But you know, mm -hmm. they're fun to do, and and a lot of people have reached out, and it's made me think because. I had Java, I've had Java Media forever, mm -hmm. 1998, I think I said, yeah. with Roger Lamborn. And, you know, I did a lot of client consultations and I would do a lot of things working with clients and helping them put things in place and then managing a lot of stuff. And then a couple of years ago, back in 2016, I got the gig at the radio station and took over the radio show and then also kind of started putting together their digital platform right. with producing podcasts and all of their online stuff and redoing their website and everything. And Java Media kind of took a back seat. Mm -hmm. I still had all the information, I still did all the research, and I still knew everything and stayed up to date, but I just wasn't doing Java Media and doing the classes, right. which is what I did a lot of. I mean, I think you and I were the first ones ever to do the social media seminars that we used to do. Yes. So I'm going to start doing more of those based on some of the topics that we're doing here, and now I can do them as webinars, right. and people don't have to leave their house, kind of like now they're watching this on yes. Facebook. I can do it from my kitchen mm -hmm. in my pajama pants and my right. slippers because you only need to see Mira. <laughs> and some of you don't really even need to say that. Let's just be honest. But so yeah. So if somebody has an idea and they want a topic for a webinar or they want a topic for us to do one of the shows coming up, you know, we've been doing them every week yeah. at 1.30. I think we've settled into the time here is 1.30. So sometimes we'll have a guest, sometimes we won't. Yeah. And yeah, we um, had Scott Termeyer on last week and you know, he's, now we used StreamYard <laughs> last week, and uh, Scott has now gone on to perfect StreamYard, and I understand that he has a really good, uh, he has a really good one that he put together yesterday evening, I think it was, um, with all sorts of really good information about his um, his business. So if you have a chance to uh, hop on over to Turnbar yep. Galleries. 
their Facebook page and check out Scott's stream yeah. card. I'm sure there's yeah. some really valuable information there. So uh, one of my favorite people just logged on to watch on my personal page, Jonathan Worsley. So I'm going to give him a quick commercial. Oh, okay. Jonathan and his wife have a business over in Berryville. Okay. And it's called Presto Dinners. Oh, okay. And it is the bomb. Okay. So they make everything from scratch in their kitchen. A lot of the, of the meals that they prepare also have local. Uh, so, for example, I got their lasagna a couple of weeks ago, and it's made with beef from Audley Farm in mm -hmm. Berryville. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. They make it all. It's frozen. You nice. order it. You pick it up. You either eat it that night or you throw it in the freezer until the next time when you just don't want to fix dinner. It comes out of the freezer into the oven. And my husband was so annoyed that I did buy two of the lasagnas because he needed more and there wasn't. And so, well, you know, hey. yeah, PrestoDinners.com. Look at him. He's like smiling and waving. Yeah. And yeah. Well, yeah, and sort of off topic, but not. But um, one of the things I think that we're going to, that's going to have to come out of what we're dealing with right now is that people are really going to have to be more cognizant of where they're spending their money. Yes. And we're going to have to start doing more shopping locally. We're going to have to start supporting our small business owners a whole lot more and keeping that those dollars in your community is very, very important. Um, you know, we're seeing that um, on a regular, you know, I mean, we're seeing that now and that messaging is going to be even stronger as we move through what we're dealing with right now. Well, and I think above anything else, if ever there was a reason or a time to work together with your other small businesses, now is it. So this whole notion of, well, they're my competition needs to just be pushed aside because how many times has anybody watching that has a small business that's been open for any length of time had somebody walk in the door and say, huh, I didn't even know you were here. Right. And then you look at them like they just dropped from Mars <laughs> and find out that as it turns out, they've been a customer of the business across the street for years. Mm -hmm. If you were partnering with the business across the street in an email campaign, in a Facebook post, putting your products together as a gift package that one of you can offer curbside mm -hmm. or takeout, right. look how much faster you would have gained that customer. Yes. So now is the time to stop and think, who is my customer? Because again, it all starts with who is your customer? Mm -hmm. And then who do I know and what businesses around me have the same customer, but maybe with a different product? Right. Right. Duh, built-in marketing partner, mm -hmm. share your emails back and forth with each other, tag each other on Facebook, do things that you will help promote each other because that is a lifelong yeah. relationship. One, compliment one another. Do you, you know, find ways that uh, you guys can compliment each yep. other and, and, and the, just the cooperation and the marketing and, you know, let's, you know, let's face it, you know, we need, we need good stuff. <laughs> we need good stuff to be going on and that, that sort of collaborative effort, you know, and that good energy um, goes a long way. And I think the other cool thing too is from an email perspective, a lot of people now just want to feel like they're part of something sure. because they're all at home. They're all stuck. They're trapped. They're feeling like the whole world is either moving on without them past their front door. Another reason I have to get out of the house. Yes. <laughs> or they're thinking that everything has just stopped. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's usually one or the other and getting an email from you, even if it just says, Hey, we're checking in on you and thought you might need something happy today. And here's a funny cartoon. Here's a funny meme. 
Here is idea. a picture of us being stupid while we're putting together the takeout lunches for the day or gathering up all of the stuff that we're shipping to people who have bought something mm -hmm. online. Things right. that remind people without being an overt mm -hmm. sales message. Right. You Katie know, at the Apple House. I, I just saw on Facebook <laughs> this picture of all of these millions of donuts that they yes. are now shipping. I have no idea. So let's talk about them for a minute. Because I was actually, when you were saying that, I was going to talk about George McIntyre for a second because nobody understands that concept you were just talking about better than George. Right. Because I will get random Facebook messages um, two or three times a day from George that are just little bright, funny, <laughs> happy things because he understands the importance of that. George, ever since this pan pandemic started, George has been running around to local businesses and nursing homes and the hospitals and just delivering donuts. And who doesn't want Apple House donuts? I mean, really. Yeah, um, George, we're here every day. We're here every Thursday at 1.30. And um, so we, so they're, you know, they've started shipping their donuts, you know, all over the country. But what they're doing, the other thing they're doing is the boxes that they're shipping in them, the staff is writing messages. <gasps> on those boxes. So See, I didn't read the post. I just saw yeah, the picture. If you look at the picture, the staff is actually taking the time to write messages on those boxes. And so, yeah, those guys out there, they get it. They're, they know what they're doing. Uh, but yeah, watch, watch those mm -hmm. businesses too that you know that are that have been successful yeah. for years and years and years, and um, you know pick up on some of that. So. And email is a great, easy, quick way to be able to do that. I mean. If you, yes. and you have the ability, so using the chamber as an example may not be great, but let's say you already have an email list. Say this is, none of this is new to you. You understand how email works. Maybe you haven't sent one in a while, or maybe you're doing a great job of sending them whenever you want. How many of you have used that email list to just send an email to say, hey, how you doing? Mm -hmm. Right. Because I know one of the things that all of the chambers and you and you especially are doing are reaching out to members. Oh, yeah. And just not because you want to know anything necessarily other than how are you doing are you hanging in there is there anything at all that i can do for you that will go so far for you from a customer service perspective than right. you will ever ever imagine well you know the truth of the matter is um when you ask that question how are you doing you know what the answer is i mean especially right now but the fact that you take a minute to just reach out to people and ask that question means a whole lot yeah people will remember that your yeah. customers will remember that and if you're in a situation where you are still able to be open and to be conducting your business and somebody comes by your place and they pick something up curbside or however you're working it out now and you have the ability in that moment at the end of that sale to say, you know what, we'd like to send you an email that says thanks. Do you mind giving us your email address so we can add it to our list? And then send that person an email, even if it's not through the service and it's just an individual email through whatever email program you use, that has a coupon, that has, right. hey, we appreciate the fact that you came in and spent some time or some money with us today. Here's, again, I'm not getting out of bed for 10%, but here's a free soda the next time you come in, or here's a free dessert, or here's 20%, 25% off my beef for restaurants. Okay. Uh-oh. Here, here's my thing for restaurants. If you're going to give me a discount, and you better be. <laughs> if you're going to give me a discount, it better be more than the amount that I'm going to take. Because to me, if you're going to say here's 10% off or here's 15% off, well, that only covers the tip. That's still not really a deal for me. Now, I tip drives my husband crazy because I truly tip based on the service. So you either get a good one 
or you get a note. Oh, see, I'm, I'm <laughs> <the exact opposite. laughs> I, I tip. Yeah, I, yeah. I tip just you know all across the yeah. board. You know, I you know I, I yeah yeah. So. But how many times have you thought to yourself as a business owner when you're thinking about your marketing plan, when you're thinking about your advertising budget, when you're thinking about all of those things, and you thought, man, I wish there was a way that I could just reach these ten people or these hundred people mm -hmm. or only the people who buy this particular product to let them know that I've now marked it down or I'm not going to carry it anymore. And you can send those emails. All of these email service programs will allow you to do things like set tags or yes. make segments. Mm -hmm. So you can divvy up that email list however you want and then send yeah. specific targeted emails. I, I mentioned the one that I sent this morning for the radio station. I have them set up as our master list, but then all of the salesies have their own little segmented list. Mm -hmm. So that if any of them ever come to me and say, hey, can we send an email to my client list and tell them that I want to offer them X, Y, Z, I can do that. And it's not going to go to the other salesies right. list. It's not mm -hmm. going to go to random Jane Doe who lives up on the mountain that just wants to know, mm -hmm. you know, what she want on the radio. Mm -hmm. It's right. a great way to be able to really have some control over well, what you're doing. Well, and the thing about that is it's not hard. It's it's user friendly. It's yeah. easy to do. It's you know it sounds overwhelming, but it's really not. It's very 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 simple. And I, and it's a it's a double edged sword too because I know that a lot of us are. I, I keep going back and forth. So I have so many people that are saying, "Oh my gosh, I'm working from home now, and I have so much time on my hands that I don't know what to do with myself." I don't know who those people are, but they clearly weren't doing the job before this all happened. <laughs> and then there are the other people. How do you feel, Jane? <laughs> Then there are the other people who feel like they have even more mm -hmm. to do now because they're having to do everything that they normally did in a day differently. So it takes more time. But then there are some people that because they can't do their normal day to day stuff are finally able to say, OK, you know what? These are the things that I have wanted to do for months, if not years. And right. I've just never been able to right. set the time aside to do it. Mm -hmm. Now is that time. We've talked about it in every single Facebook Live video we've done yes. for the last couple of weeks. Throw everything at the wall yeah. and see if it's going to stick. Mm -hmm. You don't know. But now is the time because if you're going to fail, you're going to fail with everybody else and nobody's going to notice the failure. That is such a good point. You're, you're absolutely right. Now is the time to do that sort of stuff because folks are, you know, Folks are just looking. They're looking for action. They're looking for movement. They're looking for things, and they're going to overlook a little, you know, you know, a little misstep or whatever it is, just because yeah. you're moving forward. You're doing things. Yep. And now is the time that even the smallest little thing that you, as a business owner living inside your box, may think, well, that wasn't that big of a deal. That didn't really mean anything. It means more than you think. I used the example last week with the extra slice of apple pie yes. that the woman at Schaefer's Barbecue gave me mm -hmm. when I told her I was picking up dinner yes. because it was my husband's birthday. And she goes, oh, wait, let me go get that. He's still, that pie has been gone for a week. <laughs> and he is still talking about that free slice of apple pie that he got from Schaefer's Barbecue. And they probably never gave it another thought. It didn't occur to her again after I pulled away from that pickup window. Mm -hmm. That meant absolutely nothing to them. It took nothing for her to think to do, right. but the impact that it has had from a customer perspective, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, I, yeah.
I might have to oh, go yeah. buy a whole pie at this point just to show up. <laughs> exactly. I love that he doesn't have Facebook. He will never know what happens. At least on the radio, I gotta watch it. Yeah, okay. You might hear that say. radio show. Right. Well, exactly. <laughs> so, do we have any other anything new? No, no, no new questions. Nothing. Um, I think Facebook is a little hinky. Yeah, you know, I think there's a lot of people using it and utilizing it and doing a lot of lab videos and things like that. So there's been a couple of uh, so. What I would say, if folks have questions, just like they've been doing with you, yeah, you know, the whole time we've been doing this series. Uh, you know, send send those questions. Yeah. Uh, we certainly want to, um, you know, want to get your questions answered. I would like to say really quickly that you know there, um, you know, there's things changing on a daily basis. Funding, you know, some different things. Um, the U.S. Chamber um, Foundation just announced yesterday that they have a five thousand uh, dollar grant program um, for uh, small for small businesses. Um, with um, employees between three and um, 50, I want to say it is. Um, but I've got some of that information. I'm going to be sending that to our email list when we're done with this live video. Uh, but folks who need that information, watch our Facebook page. Um, I'll be getting that on our Facebook page as well. So you know, take advantage of those things that exist. And yep, let's just keep moving. Yeah. And the only thing I'll say is if you watch this later, Comment. If you've got a question yeah, we didn't cover, absolutely. put it in the comments. You can message Java Media's page. You can message the Chamber's page. Mm -hmm. um, you can, I mean, send up smoke signals for right. the most part yeah, because exactly. it's not like any yeah. of that's going on. Anyway, yeah, anyway, yeah, there's tons of ways to get in touch with us. We're, yeah. we're um, you know, we're standing ready to answer your questions and we want the feedback. We want to hear what you guys have to say. And I will tell you when I am done here, because you're going to send an email when we're done. When I am done here, I'm heading over to the radio station to record tomorrow's episode of The Valley Today. Karen Poff is going to yes. be my guest. She is with the Extension Office, but she manages the Northern Shenandoah Valley Financial Education Program. Yes. I think you got that. I'm right. looking and she doesn't appear to be watching right now. So I don't know if I got that right or not. But I think you did. Our whole topic on tomorrow's show is going to be about the personal financial questions. Mm -hmm. Do I have to make my credit card payments? What do I do oh, about my yeah. car payment? If the, they're saying that they're not going to shut my power off, mm -hmm. she's going to talk about how to make all that work because you don't get to just sit in the corner and think you're home free and you're never going to have to yeah. pay that back, first of all. But right. we're going to cover all of those things and how you should be reaching out to those companies to just not be so far behind well, when we do come out of this on the other side. That's a really good topic to be discussing because I know a lot of folks, you know, over the last five days or so have gotten their stimulus checks and, you know, I'm sure Karen's going to talk about the importance not only of trying to save a little bit of money, but also, you know, maybe it's not wise to defer those payments and things. So I'm yeah. sure Karen's going to have a lot of good information regarding that. Yeah, I had that, that whole mom conversation with, with Josh with your son a couple of weeks ago. He <laughs> sends me a text and he says, Hey, I don't have to make a student loan payment until October. And I'm like, Hey, yeah, you do. Cause you're still working every day and you're still making money and you don't want to tack six months onto the end of that loan exactly. interest or not. Do you still want to be paying that? Make the payments. Mm -hmm. And he was like, meh. Yeah. 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 But that, yeah, that's, you know, I think probably going to be one of the, one of the biggest problems that people run into, you know, once we get out yeah. of this or we move past some of this yeah. is that they're going to have a whole lot of bills stacked up on top of them because like you said, they don't just go away. No. You know, they're still going to be yeah. there. They, they may not have late, late charges. They may not have interest. There may not be any penalties, but you're still going to have to pay that electric bill. You're still going to make that credit card payment. Right. You're still going to have to pay that card. And payment. the more months you put it off, the bigger that bill gets. Yes. And the more difficult it's to pay. Yes. So, so before we wrap up, 
if it, if you are a business and you were listening, I want to work. I'm working on doing some snippets. Some will be on the Valley today. Some are just going to be in a podcast that we're doing for the Valley today. I want to know what you're doing. What have you done outside the box? Have you completely reworked your whole business strategy? Are you doing something now that you never thought you would have done and it's working or it's not working? Reach out, let me know. We can schedule a Zoom conversation. I can record it and the conversation, five or 10 minutes of it, might end up on a Valley Today Radio show. I love that idea. I, we should all be outside of the box. <laughs> we should never be living in the box anyway. Yeah. We've talked yeah. about that before. Although my son did say if he ever made it big in the major leagues, the refrigerator box was the house he was going back. <laughs> Well, you know. <laughs> but he's not in the major leagues. So I really didn't lose anything. Not yet. <laughs> oh, there is that. So he's still young. <laughs> well, this has been great. Yes. Thank you, Janet. I guess we'll see folks next week. Yeah. And if you've got any suggestions for what you want to hear yeah. about next week, let us know and we'll put it together. If not, I'll figure something yeah, out. Yeah, we'll figure it out next week. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Stay well.